in my mother tongue bangla golpo is a curious word it means story a noun and it also means conversation the verb i have grown up to the wonderful sound of golpo stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that i am today in this brand new season of golpo stories from around the world me your storyteller rituparna will continue to bring you stories that have picked me yes stories pick me they really ask me to tell them they poke punch provoke and push me to tell them but before they do all of that they speak to me lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do and in this podcast i bring to you some of those special stories these are just some of my stories hand picked and tucked in my story bag so i can tell them to you when the time is right are these stories for children or adults well they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories and i really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you play this on your way to work to put your child to sleep to create a moment together as a family to share an idea with your team find a dose of inspiration creativity or a fresh perspective perhaps let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself like i said you will hear a story today and i hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me once lived three brothers two were clever or at least they thought themselves to be one and the third who was a simpleton the brothers were traveling through towns when one night they decided to stop in the middle of a forest they were tired and hungry all they had was a pot but no water fire or vegetables to cook anything in it now in the forest there lived an old beekeeper The boys knew the way to his house. The eldest brother said, "Let me visit the beekeeper. We can borrow some fire, water and vegetables from him." The old beekeeper was not happy to be interrupted. He wasn't ready to help the hungry, tired boy at his door. He said, "First, sing me a song." "But I don't know any song, grandfather." "Ah, you're no good. Get out of my house." The second brother began to grumble at his older sibling. "You are so clumsy. Now watch me." He walked towards the beekeeper's house, humming a song that he was going to sing for him. But the old beekeeper was not easy to please. He was not happy to be interrupted again. He wasn't ready to help this hungry, tired boy at his door either. "Dance for me," he demanded. "I'm not quick at dancing, grandfather." The second brother began saying, "What about the song? Didn't the old man want the song?" Before he could ask anything, the old man shut the door on his face and shouted back, "You are no good. Get out of my property." Now, it was left to the third brother to try his luck out. He wasn't smart enough like his brothers. He didn't know any songs or dances. 
He didn't know what would the beekeeper ask next. But whatever it was, he promised he wouldn't return without bringing back the fire, water and vegetables from the old man. The old beekeeper wasn't happy to hear a third knock. Grumpy as ever, he opened the door with a scowl. What do you want? We are hungry. I'm so sorry, but none of us know how to sing or dance. But we do need your help, said the youngest brother. Tell me a tale, said the beekeeper. That I can do, replied the youngest brother. And saying so, he sat down outside the door of the beekeeper's house. But there's one condition. You have to listen to my story with intent. You cannot interrupt, neither can you question anything I say. And if you do, you have to give me water, fire and food. The old beekeeper was delighted at the prospect of a story. He dragged a small stool by the door and sat down comfortably. I once had a horse, Grandpa. I would ride it everywhere. One day, I sat on the horse, tied my axe to my belt and rode into the forest for wood. The horse trotted, trot, trot, trot. The axe bounced on his back, thump, thump, thump. It thumped in and out of the horse's rump. Are you listening, Grandpa? He paused to ask. The old man nodded his bald head. And so the youngest brother continued his story. I kept riding and riding and riding for months and years, non-stop all across the world. The axe tore into the rump bit by bit, until one day I saw the horse's rump grazing in the meadow all alone. I caught it and sewed it back to the front of my horse, climbed it and rode it again for three years. Are you listening, Grandpa? The boy asked again. The old man nodded, and so the boy continued his story. I kept riding until one day I got tired of all that riding. I was in the middle of a forest and there before me was a tall oak tree. I left my horse and started climbing the tree. The tree was so tall that I reached heaven at the other end of it. Heaven is a funny place, Grandpa. Cows are cheaper than mosquitoes and flies. I wanted to make some quick money so I climbed down from heaven filled two bags with mosquitoes and flies and went back to sell them to the people who lived up in heaven. In return of one mosquito and a fly, the heaven people gave me a cow and a calf. Now I sold all the mosquitoes and flies in my bag. But by then, I had earned so many cows and calves that I couldn't pack them in my bag. And so I decided to drop them down from the heaven, one by one. Plop, 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 moo. All the cows and calves you see on earth are from the heaven that I dropped down. Are you listening, Grandpa? The old man nodded. And so the boy continued his story. He knew he was going nowhere with it anyway. He wanted it to end quickly. But more than that, he wanted the old man to interrupt him so he could get what he wanted. But the old beekeeper had kept his promise. He sat quietly on the stool, listening to the boy's story with big eyes and patient listening ears. The boy decided to start a new story. <clears throat> okay, so um, my grandfather was riding on your grandfather. He was riding him for a long, long time. No, 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 no. 
that's not what happened. It was my grandfather who rode horseback on yours, interrupted the old beekeeper. The boy smiled. The old man had given in and interrupted his story. He lost the deal and had to give him water, fire and vegetables. The youngest brother carried back his wind to his older brothers. They made a fire, put the pot of gruel on a tripod and began to cook. When the gruel is ready, the tale will continue. For the time being, it is ended. The original title of the story in the Russian book of fairy tales is called If you don't like it, don't listen. Well, at least that holds true for the old beekeeper. He heard the tall tales of the young boy for as long as he liked them. And when he didn't, he stopped listening, only to question it. The boy told a story that his listener didn't believe, and in exchange for it, got what he wanted from him. Now, in the real world, that's not how it works. If your listener doesn't like or disagrees or doesn't approve of your story, then it's highly unlikely that you will get what you need. Try telling a story that your audience rejects. Everything stops at the moment. You don't win like the young boy. In fact, you lose. For example, if you try and sell your product or idea with a half-baked, made-up, incomplete or entirely fictional story, then your story is likely to fall flat. Neither can you go spinning a story just as you started telling it. Going unprepared is the worst thing that one can do in a story scenario, at least in one where a story is meant to get you to something at the end of it. For example, walking into a classroom to teach a topic with a story and you ramble through a lame one that has been hastily put together right at the moment when you start telling it. Or you are asked a question during an interview, maybe a job or a meeting or in a media exchange. If you begin rambling through your story not knowing where to begin or end your tale, then you are likely to lose your listener. Or maybe a sales presentation or an investor pitch or a talk on an important stage. If you tell your story like the rambling youngest brother, I will classify it as what I call wasteful storytelling a useful opportunity lost by telling a poorly constructed story. Well, not all rambling tales are wasteful stories, like the stories of our indulgent elders who want to tell their stories just to be heard, or the breathless chatter of children who will explain the tiniest detail that you have no patience to listen to, or a friend who wants to share a story just to be seen. Stories that are shared leisurely, heart to heart, with no baggage or anchor. Stories that you share with your closest friends and family members, with no attached ask or transaction towards the end. Stories that are shared so they are not forgotten. Sometimes, even if you don't like them, listen, because the teller wants to be heard. And just at that thought, spare a moment for the old beekeeper who lived alone in the forest. All he wanted was someone to sing, dance and tell a story to entertain him. 
If only the boys had understood it, they would have told a better tale. I don't think I could convince the brothers to learn storytelling from me. They got what they wanted, so why make an effort anyway? But if you are someone who is looking to leverage the power of stories, then consider subscribing to our niche and exclusive newsletters for teachers, not-for-profits, entrepreneurs and businesses. Our monthly newsletters bring actionable templates, tips, techniques and tools that will help you leverage storytelling. And yes, there is always, always a story in it. Our newsletters will also lead you to our upcoming workshops, programs and courses. Remember to check the show notes to subscribe to the newsletter that suits you. We are also writing more often on our official blog. Check out the link in the show notes below. If you like today's story, then remember to read about the power of small stories. There is an easy-to-follow template to turn everyday stories into tellable tales. If you like my stories, the related content, and want to share a word of advice, feedback, encouragement, or brickbacks, write to us at contact at yourstorybag.com. Thank you for listening. Golpo Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told. So go ahead and share these stories in the classroom, in the boardroom or in your living room. And come back to me and tell me what did everyone say? If you like my stories and want to support this podcast, then you may want to gift a story, a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you, me and others. To know more about my work, you can look up www.yourstorybag.com. I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag Storytelling with Rituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling.